Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the show. Very excited to have you guys today. So, a little bit of backstory Maddie and I recorded an episode. It went really well. It was great, fantastic, you know, the whole deal. And we had some technical difficulties and there were just some problems with the audio after Mm -hmm. we put it into the editing software. And anyway, it's a long story, but we finally got our mic in. We got our second mic, guys. We're very excited to try to test that out, which was part of the technical difficulties that we were experiencing just because we were trying it out, thought we had everything good, and then we were listening to it and we were like, we cannot upload this. it did not sound very nice. No. So we are re-recording today. We know that obviously no new episode went up yesterday as usual. So hopefully we can post this one today without any issue and it will all sound great just using one mic like we usually do. So hopefully everything's good here. But since the whole plan kind of went out the window, Maddie found some Christmas questions since we are in this wonderful time of the year, right? Mm -hmm. We are experiencing Christmas. We are really trying to just prepare our hearts for the Lord's coming and just Christmas in general. And so we wanted to do something a little bit different in today's episode, make it a little more fun and chatty with you guys rather than a sit down, tackle a topic kind of episode. So Maddie has some questions that we're just kind of going to go back and forth on, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully you guys can join in the conversation as well. You guys know that our email is always in the description of each episode. Feel free to share your thoughts, share your answers to some of these questions if you want to. We would love to hear from you. Prayer requests, God sightings, if you have any of that stuff that you'd like to share with somebody, we would love to hear it. So be sure to email us if you have any questions, any topics that you would like us to tackle for Christmas because we only have like, what, a week or two until Yeah, I can't even believe that Christmas is this close. I mean, I I feel like we should still have like a month until Christmas. Right. December just I saw started, somewhere right? we went out to eat a couple of days ago with some of our friends and the restaurant had a countdown on the door and it was like 15 days till Christmas and I yeah. was like oh I had that mini panic attack that we yeah. always get but yeah it was like I can't even believe it's only 15 days I know which now so it's even crazy. less but right okay guys so let's get into some questions let's answer these together some are just fun and light-hearted questions some are a little deeper so we'll see how this goes yeah so if you've been with us for a while, you probably remember that last year we did a very similar episode mm-hmm. that was interesting. Lily was baking pies in the middle of it and, you know, <laughs> I forgot about all, all kinds of different things. But we had a really fun time just doing a fun Christmas episode. And mm-hmm. so we figured that we would do that again this year. And we've just got four questions this time. So we're going to keep it simple. But let's start off with the first question. Okay. So what is one unusual tradition or ritual you'd like to make part of your Christmas celebration? Mm. So I think we could do like traditions we may already have or some new ones that we'd like to implement. You can Mm. go first. 
Well, I know this year we are going to try to do what they call a shepherd's meal, and uh, that is where on Christmas Eve we will make like soup and bread and that kind of thing, and it just kind of symbolizes what the shepherds would have been eating in the field when the angel mm-hmm. came to them as they were watching the sheep and uh, tending to them, and so it's just kind of a cool, I guess, tradition that I hope we're gonna continue in future years. So we're starting that this year, haven't done it before, but I'm looking forward to that just because Christmas Eve is always a very special day of just remembering what the Lord has done and just that anticipation that's in the air that you really look forward to Christmas Day and just the family and conversations and that kind of thing. And I feel like having a meal that is very focused, very intentional um, on something like that will just be something that really helps that time of remembrance and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think it's important to have some traditions on Christmas Eve because Mm -hmm. I feel like that night and that day just fly by so so fast fast and you don't really have time to like Mm -hmm. soak it in. Like our church does a Christmas Eve service and stuff and so usually it's like, you know, you're rushing around getting ready for that and Mm -hmm. different things like that. And so I think that that is something that we're both looking forward to. For sure. Uh, And we've been a little more conscious of trying to start some new traditions this year because Mm -hmm. honestly, in the past, we haven't had that many traditions. We had a few different things that, you know, we do something special when we put the Christmas tree up or, Mm -hmm. you know, we do Advent devotionals and things like that. But one tradition that I would really love to do, which I sent my mom a screenshot of this last year and we didn't end up doing this, but, and then Lily, like a week ago, sent me the exact same screenshot Mm -hmm. for this year. I would love... In some country like Scotland or Ireland. Iceland, I think. Iceland? Uh Okay. Something that ends with land. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They have this tradition where everyone gets a book on Christmas Eve, a book that they've really been wanting. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Christmas book or Mm -hmm. a wintry book or something spiritual or anything like that. Just a book that they've really been wanting. And then you get them like their favorite kind of chocolate. And then you spend the night of Christmas Eve just sitting around eating chocolate and reading. And I think that that would just be (laughs) like a little bit of heaven on earth. Like, I totally want to do that. Yeah. And lots of people probably wouldn't like that, but that is something that I would, like, love. Maddie love. Would so, yeah, I think that that would be just a lot of fun to just sit around together, even though you're not necessarily talking or mm-hmm. something like that. Or even if, you, like, your whole family wanted a specific book and you were able to, like, yeah. read it together on Christmas Eve or something, I think that that would be just very special to just spend time together, even if you're not talking and, mm-hmm. you know, making conversation or different things like that, but just making time to relax, feel some peace before Christmas because, you know, Christmas Day is usually kind of chaotic with baking and presents and different things like that and then remembering Jesus and those kinds of things like while you eat and different things like Mm. that. So, I think that that would just be fun to kind of relax on Christmas Eve and do that. Yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to, like, I was just thinking about this. If you did something like that, like, I could see myself in the future, like, when I get married, have kids, maybe doing, like, the Narnia series on Christmas Eve or something with the kids, you know? I think that would be really fun just yeah. to, like, have a family thing like that where Narnia is deeply spiritual yeah. and just something that we love, obviously, but something like that being deeply spiritual, mm-hmm. reading that on Christmas Eve, I just kind of think that'd be cool. Yeah, Narnia is our thing as yeah, a family. Really we is. all it's love so cool. Narnia. It's, it's great. If yeah. you haven't read Narnia, you desperately need to. Okay, so next question. This is kind of a fun one. What is your favorite Christmas song and which Christmas song makes you cringe? Mm. Okay, you, you can go first again. I'm going to do the cringy one first because this one really gets on my nerves. Um, Mary, did you know? I, yes. I understand that Pentatonics 
sings that song beautifully, okay? I understand. I get it. But the lyrics to that song are so cringy. It's because Mary did know, and I I think the song, I don't know, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt for you people who love Mary Did You Know. I'm not trying to offend you in this podcast episode here, but I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully, the lyrics are implying that Mary didn't fully understand what Jesus was going to do, like what was coming the cross and stuff, but I think that she did. And so, like, I mean, Gabriel came to her, told her she was going to bear the son of God. Uh Mary was no dummy. She was someone who wanted to engage in the story that God had for her Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So, the the song just kind of rubs me wrong. I'll be honest. It just... Her and mom both don't like that song. It's not good. And, which, I mean, I agree. It's... Like, let's just just, not put doubt into people's minds like that. You know what I'm saying? Like... Well, like, there's that one part that says, like, when you kiss your baby, you kiss the face of God. Like, did you know that? Yes, she knew that. That was kind of the point of the angel coming. But it's... It's fine. We're not trying to criticize... Whatever. Mary, did you know, necessarily. But, yeah, that is kind of an annoying song. Ugh. Okay. And then my favorite Christmas song. There are so many. I love all the Christmas carols. So, for Blogmas, we have been trying to end every single blog post with a Christmas carol hymn, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I've absolutely loved that. We're starting to run out of them yeah. because we've used them. It is them. difficult to find them. It <laughs> is. And so I just love so many of them. I I think that they should be sung like all year round just yeah. because of how meaningful the words are, mm-hmm. how deeply spiritual. I keep saying that. Sorry, guys. It's like my thing today, I guess. Deeply um, spiritual. <laughs> but I love, love, love O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. That would mm. probably be my main one. I yeah. think I said that last year too. Yeah. But it is definitely a favorite. If you guys haven't heard her King and <gasps> oh Country's version with Bear Reinhardt from Need to Breathe, you are the best version of that song. You're missing ever. out if you haven't yeah. heard it. It is so beautiful. I just want to cry every time I listen to it, basically. Yeah. It yeah. literally it literally gives you goosebumps like yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Every time you listen to it, it's so good. Yes. It's, it's really, really good. Uh okay. So I'll start with my favorite. I'll mix it up a little bit. I would probably say that my favorite Christmas song, which this is hard to pick, like Lily said, but probably Oh Holy Night is my favorite. I've Mm -hmm. always really, really liked that song. Just very, it's very soothing and a very good song for reflection and just thinking about like how special Mm -hmm. Christmas night was and is today. Specifically, the version that Crowder did (laughs) last year is really, really good. His voice with that song is beautiful mm-hmm. we love that version we love everything that crowder does pretty much but that song is very very mm-hmm. very good yeah the way that he sings it and i've just always liked that song too so bing crosby also does a very good version mm-hmm. of that song hands down my in my opinion the cringiest christmas song oh, don't go there are you serious yes no yes. you're yeah. Uh, okay, we're all I want gonna... for Christmas is you is the most annoying Christmas oh, song okay. I've ever heard in my life. That's I not literally the one can't I thought you were going to say. Which one did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Drummer Boy. Oh, I don't like that song either. That's <laughs> She's really mental, annoying. She's y'all. Oh my goodness. I don't, I don't even know why I don't like the Drummer Boy song, but I like can't stand it. I mean, I know that I For King and Country understand. does a good version of that song, and I can somewhat get into that version but honestly i just don't like the song it's almost it's almost because it's like never ending <laughs> like once you get it in your head it never stops but oh the one that trumps that is all i want for christmas is you literally 
we were doing our little Christmas outing with some girls from our Bible study group, and we wanted to go get coffee, but the coffee shop we were going to was closed. The so, whole day, li- guys. Literally, nothing went to plan. Every single thing that Maddie and I wanted to do was either closed. Yeah. Something didn't go. I, it we was had to change days yeah. in the first place, and then, yeah, it was just it was, it was crazy. But it was still good. Yeah, it was fun. But we ended up at a speedway. Because we all still wanted coffee. And it starts playing in there. And I'm like plugging my ears. And everyone's like, what's the matter with you? And then so everyone teased me for the rest of the night and starts singing it. But first of all, I just don't like Mariah Carey as a singer very much. Oh my, you're going to Her voice is just a little bit annoying to me. Yeah, that song, I'm just like, what is the point? Like Christmas is about Jesus, yeah, not relationships. It is very worldly. Yeah, so yeah. it just annoys me a little bit. But I will stop there. Yeah, you better stop there. my rant. <laughs> so, this one isn't necessarily a super Christmassy question, but I think it is good. What is the one thing you would like to accomplish in the coming year? I know it's very uh, difficult to pick just one thing, but we must. One thing? Man. Do you want me to go first? Yes, I I'll do. Go. I'll go first. I'm trying to think. So, once again, it has something to do with books, per usual. I've been very conscious this year of, like, I read a lot. I read like crazy. Currently, I think I counted the other day, and I have 23 different books in progress, which I know it's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. I shouldn't have that many, because then it takes me forever to actually finish one, because I have so many. So, something that I really want to do this year, which I'm actually working on the list and stuff right now, is to have a very structured reading list, Mm -hmm. where I read at least, like, one classic a month, and one spiritual book a month, and different things like that, because I just feel like this year, I read a lot of good books, a lot of books that I really enjoyed, and reading in itself is very good for you, and whatever you read can be beneficial. Mm -hmm. in most cases. And so I read a lot, but I feel like I didn't read a lot of what I need to read necessarily. So, you know, I read some C.S. Lewis. I read some Tolkien. I read basically my two favorites. And then I read a lot of mystery books and different things like that. But I think that this year I just really want to have a structured reading list and Mm -hmm. get some actual reading done that is important. Yes, I think think my top one would probably be to read the Bible in a year. I've done this once before, but I I just love the idea of really being committed to that yeah. and trying to read it in one year. Just really applying myself to that. It's something that I think we would all struggle with trying to be really committed to it and stay consistent, but I would really, really like to do that, especially before just starting Bible college in the fall, which is my plan, but I would just like to kind of have that. Like, I I feel like I know the Bible. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love to read it, but really trying to apply myself for one year and do that would be something I want to do this year. Okay, last question. I think this is a very, very good question. What piece of advice would you pass on to the next generation as they establish their own Christmas traditions? Mm. This is another difficult one. My goodness. This is... I feel like it needs something profound, you know? Yeah. Um, I think my my top one as of this year, just like what the Lord's been teaching me, is to look for the beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Look for the beautiful things that are hard to find because in this season, there's a lot of obviously fun things that we can do, lights, you know, presents, all the Christmas stuff, but look for the lasting beauty in mm-hmm. the world that the Lord has created and just how amazing this Christmas time can be to point us back to the Lord. And I think that every tradition that 
we ever set for ourselves, we ever continue, it should be about the Lord. Obviously, that is number one. And I think that if we don't, then it's not worth continuing. It's Mm -hmm. not a tradition that we should be involved in if it doesn't ultimately glorify the Lord. So, I would just encourage the rising generation, just even our generation, Gen Z, um, really, as you start to think about what you want to do each Christmas and what you want it to be about, Look for the beauty because there are a lot of ugly things in the world. There, are, mm-hmm. There's lots of sin, lots of suffering and pain. But in that, we can see the beauty that this is not how it's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like this world is temporary. It's it's fleeting. It's it's ugly. It's just flat out ugly sometimes. But there's beauty in it because the Lord created it and he will one day redeem it. And so I think that our traditions should really reflect that yeah. redemption that we found in, in Christ. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that Christmas time is that time where we're looking at the world around us mm-hmm. and we're just admiring different things. And so I think that that is a very good piece of advice to admire the beautiful things and the lasting things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that sometimes we can get wrong at Christmas time is we focus on the temporary things. We focus on the gifts and the, the lights and the decorations and different things like that that are just going to come back down in a couple weeks. We're going to get bored with the things that we got at Christmas time and, you know, right. that gratefulness and that reflection is going to fade, I think, if we don't have traditions and different things in place that really help us throughout the year, Mm -hmm. not just at Christmas time. And so I think that that is a very, very good piece of advice. And I liked what you said about what the world could be, Mm -hmm. what it should be. We were just talking about that a couple hours ago with mom. Some of our favorite authors, like their writing really reflected Like, they didn't just settle for what the world is right now and what they can experience right now. Like, they imagined things that could be possible if people were just conscious of the beautiful things and if we really took hold of those and let those give us courage and let those things encourage us and different things like that. So, I think Mm -hmm. that that's a very, very good piece of advice. Focus on the beautiful things and the eternal things, I think. I know Mm -hmm. we're, we're always saying that, but Christmas time is a time where that is much easier to do and so I think that if we start those traditions now around Christmas time, it's going to be so much easier to be grateful and admire the beautiful things throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I forget where I read, but it takes like two weeks to form a habit. Mm -hmm. And so if we start that now, like you basically have, what, three or four weeks to really make that longing, that focus on the beautiful things Mm -hmm. a habit for your year. And so I would just encourage you, like, start that now because you can make that a habit if you do. And it's just like Mike said, it's an easy time to do so. And I think it's easier than, I mean, you can do it at all times, no Mm -hmm. matter what time of year it is. Um, Even if you're listening to this episode, maybe first of the year or even later, you can start today. Like, you don't have to wait around for next Christmas or whatever. But as we are in the Christmas season, I think that it's very important that we kind of cultivate that character now, mm-hmm. that character trait of looking for the beautiful things, admiring beautiful things. What does the Lord think is beautiful, pure, holy, all of that great stuff, and just make that a habit now. And I think that we kind of make that, I know I'm rambling, sorry, but <laughs> I think we kind of make that a habit by cultivating this quiet in our lives. And I know we talked about that a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have quiet, if you're not able to really be still and know that he is God, as Psalms tells us, then you're never going 
to really admire the beautiful things because you're Mm -hmm. always going to be rushed. And admiring beautiful things takes time. It takes a lot of effort sometimes because, like I said, we live in an ugly world where things are really tough sometimes. And I know that the holidays, maybe you're like, this is not a beautiful time in any way for me. Maybe you're lonely, feel a little bit depressed, whatever it may be. I would just challenge you, like, create some quiet in your life create that time where you can really focus on the beautiful things, which is ultimately the Lord, right? The Lord Mm -hmm. is the most beautiful thing that we can admire, that we can trust in, that our hearts can find contentment and satisfaction in. And so you really have to create that habit now so that you can do that in the coming year as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. We hope that this episode encouraged you, maybe lightened up your week a little bit. Mm -hmm. We enjoy doing these kinds of lighthearted episodes and just kind of sharing different things with you, even Mm -hmm. if they are pet peeves and our (laughs) least favorite Christmas songs. But we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We are going to end with prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I thank you for this Christmas season that we're in right now, and I just thank you so much that you were willing to come to earth and be born and die for our sins, and that you were willing to sacrifice yourself for us and just be that loving Savior and be that person who we can find beauty and hope and trustworthiness in. And I pray that you would just guide each and every one of us this week, help us to be very conscious of the different things that we are paying attention to. I pray that you would help us to cultivate that long for beautiful things and that we would just be looking for those little things throughout the week and that you would just help us to be very conscious of that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining in. As Maddie just said, we are so thankful for you guys. Thankful for our listeners who join us every week on the show and really just have these discussions that hopefully glorify and honor the Lord. That is our goal here on the podcast. We really want these conversations to be edifying for all of us. And Mm -hmm. I know that for Maddie and I's hearts, this has been, I mean, just the podcast in general has been a great place where we can think through things with you guys and and really just talk out loud. Like some Sometimes we just need that. We need that area where we can just share and talk Mm -hmm. about some different things and wrestle with some different things. And I know we've done that so much here on the podcast. And I'm sure as we begin a new year, we'll kind of go over the things that happened in 2021 as we did last year. I really enjoyed that. Just looking back on the Lord's faithfulness and how he's moved and all those things. But I want to just encourage you, let's be in community with one another, even if it's online. I know it's not the best. I know it's not in person, but we can do this. We can have community here. We can find unity here. And I just love that we have this platform where we can do that. The Lord has gifted us this platform. And so we really want to use that to glorify him in every way that we can. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can comment on Podbean and some different other areas. Be sure to download. That helps us so very much. And we are looking forward to hitting 6,000 downloads. I think we're about halfway there. The last time I checked, which is insane. Like, yeah what in the world, but the Lord is so good. You guys are so awesome and we just appreciate it so much. So thank you guys for listening and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys. (laughs) 